Lethbridge conservative MP Rachel Thomas, who you probably never heard of until now because she out, is out in Lethbridge, is starting to make headlines. She's facing questions after suggesting that vaccinated people are more likely to be hospitalized for COVID-19 than unvaccinated. Of course, she put it online in a social media um, post on Facebook. Timothy Caulfield joins us now. He's professor at the University of Alberta and Canada Research Chair in Health Law and Policy. Timothy, this makes you pretty nervous, doesn't it? Uh, it makes me nervous and it makes me angry, to be honest with you. I was infuriated when I when I watched her post. She's kind of wrong about everything. Uh, the only thing I'll, I, I would say that she's right about is that we need to be empathetic, but her post does not encourage empathy. It kind of supports the idea that it's okay to go unvaccinated, uh, and this is the exact wrong message at the exact wrong time. Yeah, she uh, defended those who choose not to get vaccinated by saying they're losing their voice and their credibility. They're losing any sort of respect or appreciation within the community. Um, I am okay with being compassionate to people that might be confused or, uh, you know, can't get vaccinated for some reason. But the idea of taking people that are basing uh, their decisions on things that are not based in facts I don't think we need to give them balanced credibility. Uh, I think that's a dangerous spot for an MP to be uh, operating out of. Is this more about a politician trying to play all sides, do you think? I I do. I think that's the only thing that I can think of that would rationalize her her position, because it is so illogical. And it is a very infuriating, I don't know if you watched the whole thing, but it's it's really infuriating, because she kind of tries to position herself as a hero, as the the self-righteous voice for the, you know, the unheard. And she makes it sound like those who are unvaccinated, I think she says they have good reason for not being vaccinated. That's simply not true. There's a very small percentage of individuals that have a medical reason for not being vaccinated. And she makes it sound like they're being bullied, which is ironic. You know, someone who receives hate mail, I got some this morning, every day from the anti-vax community. Um, it's kind of ironic. You know, that's where we're hearing the anger. That's where we're hearing the bullying. That's, you know, where we're hearing the hate is often emanating from the anti-vax community. In fact, there's a growing body of evidence that tells us exactly that. It's that it's coming from the hard right, that individuals are using the vaccine debate to weaponize other kinds of, of political agendas. So she's wrong about everything. And if I could continue with one more point, she's wrong. Yes. About, she also makes it sound like it's their right, you know, as somehow their rights are being infringed. But look, the Human, uh, the Human Rights Commission in, in Ontario has made it clear that mandates and passports are legal and appropriate in a liberal democracy. So, you know, she's kind of wrong about everything. And sprinkle that with, you know, sort of an aggravating tone and you have a really maddening post. Right. And it's not just maddening. It is concerning because it could continue, especially with the Omicron variant, to put people's lives at risk, especially the people she's speaking directly to. The uh, the unvaccinated. Should Aaron O'Toole be doing something about this MP? Can he give her the boot out of caucus? Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, research tells us that when you hear misinformation like this, you need to respond quickly. Right. So that, you know, we're doing that right now. You know, we're clarifying that, you know, what she's saying both scientifically and from a policy perspective is wrong. Um, but I think you also need, we need to have more of a formal response from from leadership. And so I absolutely would like to see her political colleagues, right, people who are part of her community responding to this misinformation. We don't see that enough. Hey, look, Donald Trump 
Donald Trump said that he's fully vaccinated and got the booster. If he can do that, O'Toole can step up and sanction this individual. She also said that rapid testing, this is just one of the the false uh, narratives she's pushing. A rapid testing is better uh, than it's a better alternative to vaccines. She said, what I find, and this is a quote, interesting is actually if they were tested on a daily basis, they are actually safer than those who are vaccinated because we know science shows that even if you're fully vaccinated, you can still carry the virus and you can still transfer it to another individual. What worries me about that is the fact that people are looking at her in a place of authority and going, oh, is that so? Well, I guess she knows. And they'll follow along with that. All that rapid test is, is a snapshot in time. It doesn't mean that you are not going to uh, spread the, uh, the the virus. It, you're, you're 100% correct. And, and you hear this, this kind of, of strategy from the anti-vax community often. They try to create these false dichotomies that if those who are advocating for vaccines, they you know it's one tool and that's all that they want want on, on the contrary every you know this every public health of, uh, uh, expert advocates for vaccines for masks for physical distancing for testing it's and testing is just one tool in the toolkit um it's not one that's better than the others and it's certainly not better than in having a robust vaccination policy if Aaron O'Toole doesn't step up within you know uh, i think a timely manner do you think it hurts the Conservative Party's credibility? Um, yes and no. I and mean, you can probably guess what I'm going to say here. Uh, yes, I think it does nationally, right? We know mm-hmm. that nationally most, most uh, Canadians support uh, vaccination, support mandates, support sensible public health policy by a strong majority. But we also know that those on the political right, and there's, again, a lot of robust evidence to support this, are more skeptical, more likely to believe misinformation. So she's obviously, as you pointed out at the beginning, she's speaking to her base. She's in rural Alberta. Uh, she's speaking to those uh, in that community. Uh, and so is it going? Is she going to face a backlash? I'm not so sure. Nationally. But is that, can, can I just interrupt for a second, Timothy? Isn't that, um, is that really accurate? Because conservatives, if we're looking at a, a, a snapshot of Canada and the vaccine uptake, there's a lot of conservatives that are vaccinated. So, you know, to assume that the conservative is party is far right, I think is is completely wrong uh, because that's not where the majority of people exist. You're 100 percent correct about that. Um, and what I meant was research tells us that those who are in fact, for example, there's an Angus Reid poll that came out. Um, I think early November, that found that those who say they're not going to get vaccinated, right, those are the individuals who say, I'm not doing it, uh, are almost entirely on the political right. So the way they measure that is, who did you vote for in the last election, right? Mm-hmm. So what I meant was those that aren't or who are deciding not to get vaccinated are predominantly on the ideological right. And listen, I'm not blaming them. There's, there, I'm not trying to pick on an ideology because we can see that kind of ideological focus uh, for other issues, right, where on the left they see GMO, uh, for example, GMO evidence in a very particular way. We're seeing that also play out in the context of the conservative right. But having said that, she in rural Alberta, we know that there are communities in rural Alberta that are like mm-hmm. 27, 30 percent vaccinated, right? So that's a different picture than when you look at conservatives across the country. Right. Okay. So she is really playing to her uh, constituents her directly. Particular. Yeah. 
All right. Well, we'll wait and see what happens with uh, Aaron O'Toole. I don't know if he's going to make a move on this, but I do think that, um, you know, I don't think the conservatives are going to come to power unless they uh, start start to court the majority of Canadians. And when we're looking at vaccination, that's the majority of Canadians. I really appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Thanks. That's Timothy Caulfield. Timothy is a professor at the University of Alberta and research Canada research chair, in fact, in health law and policy.